You are listening to the Vibrant Life Podcast, episode 60. The Vibrant Life. I'm Emily Bromrill, and this is the Vibrant Life Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are at 60 episodes, my friends, and that is simply tremendous. It's crazy how fast time has flown by. I feel like I've learned and grown so much personally in my effort to share some of life's lessons with you, and uh, I'm not a medical professional or an expert in self-help or psychology, etc. I'm just another human trying to figure things out, and it means a lot that many of you are on this ride with me. If you feel that this podcast has provided some value in your life, I'd really appreciate a quick review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you'd like to listen on. And while you're at it, if you want to hit that subscribe button to stay in the loop when new episodes come out, that would be awesome. Let's keep the momentum going and the community growing. I do my best to be real with y'all, and I hope that you know I'm dealing with the good, the bad, and the ugly, just like everyone else. Um, I don't like to emphasize my struggles necessarily because my life really is wonderful, and I am so blessed. But the last couple of weeks have been kind of tough. Definitely some good days and some bad days. I have chronic pain. I have fibromyalgia, which has been a new challenge in the last year or two, um, it's a challenge learning how to manage that. And also recently I had the stomach flu, which was a doozy. (laughs) And then yesterday I had some back injections to try to help manage my pain, but, uh, it can kind of cause things to flare up initially. So the last couple of days have been kind of challenging and I'm not trying to complain, but I just want to be real with you. And as I was pondering on what I wanted to share with you, This week, I remembered an exercise I did a while back, probably a couple years ago, where I decided to list ways to cope with depression and anxiety from A to Z. And sometimes we don't realize the benefits of our struggles until we look back with a higher perspective, right? 2020, what is that? Hindsight's 2020. (laughs) Um, Anyway, but lately I've been so grateful for these tools, uh, because I still have my mental health things, but I feel like I've kind of learned how to manage my mental health. Not to saying I don't have bad days now and then I do, but I feel like these exercises also have helped me so much as I've been dealing with this physical pain. So today we're running through the list, and if even one of these things helps you, then this podcast is a success. And let's get down to it. We'll just do the A, B, C's of tools from Emily on how to deal with mental health and physical health too. Um, Anyway, so the first one, A, accept what you can change and act when and where you can. Acceptance, right? This is basically the wisdom in the serenity prayer that's often in addiction recovery programs. It's commonly quoted as, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. And if you learn that trick, man, you're you're ahead of the crowd. But by focusing on what you can do rather than what you can't, life becomes much more manageable. 
B is breathe and always do your best. It astonishes me how powerful simple breathing techniques can be in overcoming both physical and mental pain. So um, in the show notes, if you ever go to my website, I have all the show notes. You can click the header on the B section here and it will take you to several great exercises you can try. Um, you might be skeptical, skeptical at first, but if you give these a try, I think you'll be amazed at how well they work. And then do your best. Also, just give yourself credit for doing your best because life is hard enough without beating yourself up. If you can be gentle with yourself, um, it's great. C. Challenge limiting beliefs. We often accept ideas and beliefs that just aren't true. And if we learn to challenge our limiting beliefs, things can turn around quickly. I covered this a little bit on a previous episode, the ABCDE model. And so if you want to check that out, again, you can click the header under C in this list and you can go to that previous episode and check that out. But there's a lot of ways to do this, not just that way. Uh, It takes practice, but basically just monitoring your thoughts. And if you're deliberate about what you focus on, your life can change. So definitely recommend that. D is discipline. And this is a hard one for me, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Living purposefully and without fear takes practice. And practice is the key to consistency. And I am far from having this mastered, but I find comfort in the fact that most disciples fall short in following their teachers, right? And I think the thing is to just keep going, don't give up. And if you keep trying, you're going to keep improving and eventually you will gain the de- gain the discipline you need to have in the different areas that you're focusing on. And then once that discipline is in place, life is going to be that much easier. It's kind of ironic that hard work makes life easier, but it's true. E is exercise. It's something we all know we should embrace, but that we often put off. (laughs) Physical movement encourages forward motion in the mind and gives us the endorphins and other chemicals we need to be mentally and emotionally fit, right? And of course, if you have a regular habit of exercise, your body is going to be much healthier. And it's not easy if you're in pain to begin with. I get that for sure. But exercise is definitely essential to living your best life. F is find a friend. This is a big one. Don't try to do things on your own. And sometimes I struggle with that. (laughs) But we all need the support of our friends and family. And it's important to reach out to others. Don't isolate yourself. And even if all they provide is a listening ear and a shoulder to cry on, sometimes those are the two things that mean the most. So find a friend. G, play a game. Playfulness diminishes the weight of heavy thoughts, and just like Mary Poppins explained, in every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. When you look for the fun, you're going to find out that life is much more vibrant. H is help someone else. It's easy to get a little self-centered when life gets hard, and I think we all have that temptation to kind of throw a pity party at times, but that might be the worst thing we could do. And if we look outside of ourselves and help others, we often find that our troubles are much easier to bear. 
and the benefits we receive in helping others are often greater than what we give. It's marvelous. I is for I statements. And I statements are useful in relationships. You probably have heard of them if you've done counseling or done other self-help work. Um, They force us to take responsibility for our thoughts and feelings, and they prevent us from blaming others and from being kind of, uh, what's the right word? Just contentious, I guess. And so rather than accusing someone else, you're explaining where you're coming from. So, for example, you might say, I felt embarrassed when you told that story to our friends, rather than you always share private info, etc. Or it could be anything, but just focus on the eyes rather than the use. And you might be surprised at how much smoother difficult conversations go by using I statements. Another thing that they do is define how you feel. So if you've been around kids, you know that they don't always know how to express their feelings, right? They act out. But a helpful adult will often teach children that they're feeling angry or shy or embarrassed, and they just don't know how to communicate that. And we teach them, hey, you must be angry or whatever. And it's easy to confuse ourselves as adults, too, in our emotions. So if you take a minute to use I statements, it really does help you define your emotions that you might not even know you're feeling. J is keep a journal. I'm a writer and a reader, so I know firsthand the difference writing things out can make. Keeping a journal is a wonderful way to get things out of your brain so you can work with them. Also, looking back at where you've come from and the progress you've made is extremely rewarding. Okay, you can probably guess, be kind. (laughs) Kindness is a superpower. Being kind to others opens up more opportunities and creates more connections than maybe anything else. And when you're kind to yourself, you open up the way to fulfill your great potential. So be kind. L is listen to music and other soothing sounds. Music is one of the most healing forces in existence. I highly recommend learning to play an instrument or singing, but even just listening to music that inspires you makes a huge difference. Also, just going outside to listen to the birds sing or listen to the wind in the trees. These things soothe my soul when almost nothing else works. M is meditate. You might have guessed that one too. Uh, Wayne Dyer, if you don't know, he's a self-help mindfulness guy. He's pretty awesome and he's written some really great books I highly recommend reading. Anyway, he said that meditation helps you access conscious contact with your highest self. And I can't really say it better than that. So meditation is always good. And take a nap. (laughs) As someone who struggles with insomnia, I know the value of sleep. We often discount how much our physical needs affect our lives. And power naps are awesome too. Power naps are proven to increase success in studying, and improving performance in almost anything really. So if you feel grumpy, um, a good nap is guaranteed to make you feel better and it might just help you perform better too. O is observe your surroundings. You might have noticed a theme with mindfulness by now, (laughs) Um, but that is the trick to managing a lot in life. 
I know that that's true, but again, I fall short incessantly. <laughs> um, but if you've ever read Sherlock Holmes or any other kind of mystery novel, you know that there's power in observation. And the ability to look at yourself and observe the patterns in your own life is priceless. Observing your surroundings is also helpful if you want to do grounding techniques um, and helping to control anxiety. So there's a lot of good things there. Observe. P is pray. And I have a sign over my bed. I love it. It says, give it to God and go to sleep. And to me, this is more than just accepting what you can't control, which is the first thing we talked about. But this is believing that you have a Heavenly Father who's actively working for your good. And it's not always easy to have faith, I know. But prayer helps. And I have a testimony that God answers our prayers. Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is not yet. Uh, but if you open up your mind and ask with a sincere heart, I believe you will be able to feel Heavenly Father's love for you. And once that happens, it's easier to move forward. And your situation might not change on the outside, but just feeling that love and knowing that God is working for you changes everything on the inside. Q is ask questions. And I guess this goes right along with everything, right? With being prayerful and also being observant. Um... But I found that I'm running on autopilot more than I should be sometimes. And my autopilot is set to survival mode. And that's not the place I want to be, right? But if you become curious about your life and if you ask questions, you're going to find answers. you got to ask a question before you get an answer, right? And also being curious and fascinated with life is really the best way to live. There is so much to learn and... For me, learning is one of the truest pleasures of all. So, uh, yeah, ask questions. R, read. <laughs> I'm a big reader. I think it's so important. Um, get inspired by the power of words. Books are some of my best friends. And I love fiction and nonfiction alike. Uh, there's so many people who have shared their insights through books. And it's foolish not to take advantage of that. And there's just nothing like traveling to a different world through the pages of a book. So whether you need a break from your troubles for a while, or maybe you're looking for some wisdom to help you overcome those troubles, books are the way to go. S is soak up some sun. It's important to get outside. We're basically houseplants with complicated emotions. <laughs> you may have seen that uh, meme on Facebook or different places, but... We need sun like every other living thing does. So if you've been cooped up inside for too long, it's going to affect every aspect of your life. Soak up some sunshine and you'll feel better. T is talk it out. A lot of pain and misunderstanding could be avoided simply by talking things out rather than avoiding difficult conversations. The truth is that we make things worse in our minds than they are in real life most of the time. Learn to talk through your problems with others. Also, a willingness to talk through your personal struggles with someone you trust is so helpful. An outside perspective can shine a light on things you might not have even considered. You is understand. We like to believe that life should be easier and 
or fair. <laughs> um, and it's just not how it goes. We know that life's not fair. And the older I get, the more I know that every human on the planet is tested to their utmost in some fashion. We were sent here to fulfill the measure of our creation and our greatest potential. That takes work and some suffering. And when we understand that there's a purpose in the growing pains that we go through, that suffering grows less. So just a little bit of understanding can go a long way. V is visualize. See it, then be it. <laughs> Visualizing comes so naturally. It's a big part of why we have an imagination, right? Athletes know it. Artists know it. Successful businessmen know it. Something has to be created in your mind before it can be created physically. That's just how it works. So visualization is key. W is drink water. Leonardo da Vinci noted that water is the driving force of all nature. And we know this, but we drink more soda and juice than pure water, a lot of us. Uh, we don't drink enough, and then we run around dehydrated most of the time. It's crazy. <laughs> we need water, and we need it just like we need sunlight. A tall glass full of cold water is one of the great pleasures in life, especially on a hot summer day. <laughs> water cleanses our system. It keeps us going more than anything else. So drink more water. X is experiment. Try new things. Use what works for you and eliminate what doesn't. This is kind of a long list, so just take what works for you. Don't worry about the rest. We all have individual needs, and it's important to figure out what we like and what we find useful. Why is yearn for personal growth? If you study personal development long enough, it becomes delicious. You hunger for more knowledge and more growth, just like you hunger for a good meal. And at that point, though times still can be tough, uh, you lean into life with more excitement, and it's, it's really great. And then the last one, Z, cultivate a zest for life. It all boils down to your choices. You can choose to develop these skills and to learn to manage your health, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Um, it just takes work and it takes practice. If something is zesty, it's full of flavor, right? It's fresh, it's vibrant. It's taken most of my adult life to realize most of the things on this list, and I am far from mastering these skills, <laughs> but I do know they work, and I want to live a vibrant life, and I want that for you also. So if we embrace the things on this list, I think we're on our way. So that's it, my friends. I hope you got a little bit out of it, something that you can take away that will maybe help you if you're having a hard time. And uh, just, again, thank you for being here with me. Thanks for listening, my friends, and have a great week. Live the vibrant life.